Okay, good evening. We're holding now. We're going to finish the first parak of Hamekane, Parak Rishin, We're holding now Yud It's the second to last line on the Amud. Yud Gimel base. The Pasik says, that Hashem buried Meshur Abenu in the valley, in the land of Mayev, Mul base Pa'ur against over against base Pa'ur. And then the Pasik concludes that nobody knows where Mesh is buried. Amr Abrachia Simin Basek Simin. Abrachia says that the Pasik is telling us that it was a, that there was a sign. Amongst other signs, the Torah says clearly that Moshe Rabbeinu was buried in Eretz Moyev, in Gai, Mul Beis Pa'ar, very clear descriptions. Nevertheless, people still don't know where Moshe Rabbeinu is buried. And the Gemara says, The Gemara says that the evil Romans sent messengers to Aleph. To the Gastra Shabespar, they send it to the Gastra, like Rashi says, is the Maishal, is the ruler of Baspa'ar. And they asked him, Harainu Hechan Mesha cover. Please show us where Mesha Rabbeinu was buried. Nidma Lahem Amdulamaila. So the, when they were standing, Lamaila, Nidma Lahem Lamata. It looked like Mesha Rabbeinu's Kvura, Kavir was Lamata. And Lamata, when they went on the bottom of the mountain, Nidla lahem lamaila. It looks like Moshe Rabbeinu was lamaila. So what do they do? Nechlu They divided in two groups. So those who were standing above looked like the caver was below lamata, and those who were standing down nidma lahem lamaila looked like Moshe Rabbeinu was lamaila. And this is the kaim Emar, like the pasuk says, Nobody knows where Moshe Rabbeinu is buried. And the pasuk concludes until this very day. says, Even Meishu Rabbeinu doesn't know where he's buried. What's the raya? It says in our pasuk, that nobody knows where Meishu is buried. And it says in another place in Dvarim Gimel Aleph, it says in the beginning, this is the bracha Asher Berach Meisha Isha Alekim, which Meisha blessed as Bnei Yisrael, and we learn Exer Shava Ish Ish. It says Ish, uh, and it says Vlayada Ish. So it teaches us that even Meisha Rabbeinu does not know where he is buried. And in fact, the the Ben Yehuda other Mefarshim say that the Mishnah in Perkei Avos Perakei Mishnah Vav says that one of the ten things that were created in Erev Shabbos is Ben Ashmashis. It's at Maisenism was the caver of Meishu Rabbeinu. So really the caver, he says, is really an Indian Ruchni. It's a spiritual thing. And you can't really uh, typhus. Uh, it's not typhus and Mokum Gashmi. So that's why even Meishu Rabbeinu doesn't know where he's buried. Okay. V'omer Rebchama Rebchanina. Rebchama Rebchanina says another thing. Why was Meishu buried in next to Beispa'er? Rebchanina. The base bar is a place where the Yidin served Avedazara. This is the whole Maisa that happened with the Bnais Mayav and Avedazara. So, why would Meshur Abinu be buried in base bar? So, the Gemara says, is in order for, to atone 
on the sin that the Eden are going to be mezana with the Bnei Shmaev and Abed Zorah Balpa'er. So they buried, so Meshach Rabbeinu was buried there to be Mechaper on the Yidin. Teisvis, if you look in, in the top Teisvis, Teisvis brings a medrash that says that every year on this date uh, that the Yidin sinned with the Bnei Shmaev, the Goyim, they go to base Pa'er in order to be Mechaperic, in order to uh, try to get the Yidin and mention the sins that they did. And when they see the cave of Meshach Rabbeinu, they, they back off. Okay. Another drasha that the Chama Barchanina says, What does the Pasuk mean by saying, Pasuk says that after Hashem, you should go. So the question is, he asks, How can a person go after the Shechina? It says that Hashem is, a, uh, is like a fire. Hashem is a, a devouring fire. So how could a person, how could you go after Hashem's ways? Rather, Ella, he says, he touches up, it means, A person should go after the Midas, after the Drachim of Hashem. Just like Hashem in clothes, people who don't have clothing, as it says, that Hashem made for Adam and his wife, for Chava, made for them garments. So we see that Hashem uh, made garments for them, and we're going to see soon exactly what Kosnas Ur is. But the uh, the Pasuk is telling us that Hashem clothed Adam and Chava when they were naked. You too have to resemble Hashem and also clothe people. And like, uh, like the Mepharshim say, it's also going on not only for poor people, but it's going on all people, even, 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 even wealthy people sometimes... Uh, they need a, they need clothing too. Uh, um, Hashem visits the sick, as we know that by Avram Avinu after the meal of the Torah says that Hashem appeared to Avram Avinu You too have to be Hashem comforts people who are sitting in Avelus and mourners. Like it says by that after Avram passed away, by Hashem benched Yitzchak. And what does that mean? That he was Menachem uh, Yitzchak. He came and to, to be Mekayim Nechem Avelim to Yitzchak. Afata Nachem Avelim. Because Baruchu covered Mesim. Hashem buries dead. As it says, that Meshach Abinu was buried in Gai. Afata Kver Mesim, you too should be involved in uh, being involved in burying people too. Now, the Pasuk, we brought down the drasha, we said, So the question is, what exactly did the Abishter, what does it mean, kosnes, or what does it mean, garments of skin? So he says, Rabu Shmuel, it's Rabu Shmuel. Chad Amr, one person says, something that comes from the skin. Chad Amr, and another person says, not something that comes from the skin, but something that the skin benefits. Dorish Rebbe Simloi, Rebbe Simloi taught as follows. The Torah at the beginning speaks about act of, acts of kindness, and at the end as well, and at the end also speaks about acts of kindness. 
In the beginning, the terror speaks about as the Pasik says, and Hashem made for Adam and Chava garments of skin and clothed them. And at the end, he also um, the terror describes acts of kindness, as it says that the Hashem, the end of the terror says, and he was buried in the valley of Gai. As we said, this was a chesed that Hashem did for the Bnei Yisrael. For what reason did Moshe Rabbeinu desire to go into Eretz Yisrael? Does Moshe Rabbeinu need to eat the fruits of the land? Or does Moshe Rabbeinu need to satisfy himself with goodness? Moshe Rabbeinu said, why did Moshe Rabbeinu want to go into Eretz Yisrael? He said, harbor mitzvahs and stav Yisrael. The Yidin, when they go into Eretz Yisrael, it's called mitzvahs, atluyas ba'aretz. And they're going to be commanded with many commands. So therefore, the Amikaim and Elabar Tisro, it's only fulfilled in Eretzisrol. So I want to go into Eretzisrol that I could be fulfill all the mitzvahs of Tlui's parts. So Amalakalish Baruch Hashem said, The only reason why you want to go into Eretzisrol is to receive reward. So I will. Uh, give you the credit as you as you have performed all the mitzvahs. says, "Therefore, will I divide him a portion amongst the great, and he shall divide the spoil with the mighty, because he bared his neshama unto death, and he was numbered with the sins." Yet he bore the sin of many and many sins for the for the sinners. So he says like this. What does it mean? I will divide him a portion amongst the great. What does that mean? I would think that he will receive reward like the later ones, but not like the earlier ones. That's what the Pesach says. Like the, uh, he shall divide the spoil with the mighty. Meaning, that Meisha is going to be at the level like Avram Yitzchak Yaakov Shen Atzumim Betedev Mitzvus, which they were very mighty in Terah Mitzvus. Tachas Asher Hera Lamavus Nafshei Shemoser Atzmin Lemisa. What does it mean? Because he bared his soul unto death, meaning he gave himself over to death on behalf of the Yidden. Shenem as it says, Vim Ayin Meisha said, if you're not going to forgive the Yidden, then Mecheni No Mesifracha, then erase me from your Torah. What does it mean? Vas Peishim Nimna. What does it mean? And was numbered with the sinners. She Nimnim Misemidbar meaning that he was counted amongst those who died in the desert. Meish Rabbeinu, as we know, was not allowed into Eretz Yisrael. What does it mean? Yet he bore the sin of many. He atoned for the incident of the Maisa Eagle. And made a Paishim, he made like, uh, he made a, he made um, people to 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 uh, to, to meet to the Paishim. What does that mean? That he requested rachamim mercy for the sinners of the Yidin so that they should uh, engage in tshuva. Pegia means davening. It says, Therefore, daven not you for this people. And therefore, again, therefore, daven for you and this people. Neither lift up cry nor daven for them. Neither make tifka to me, for I will not hear you. 
Baruch Hashem, we concluded now the first pedic, and we're going to start the second pedic of Hoya Mebi Esmichasa. So now the Mishnah is going to go back, the second pedic is going to go back to the, the mice of the Saita, as we learned in the first pedic of Zainam and Beis. And the Mishnah now is going to, uh, to um, go further and explain what, uh, what is the next step with the Saita. So the Mishnah says, Hoya Mebi Esmichasam Beteich Kfifa Mitzvis, the husband would bring her carbon mincha in a kfifa mitzris. A kfifa mitzris is a Egyptian wicker basket, which is a very cheap basket. And um, the reason why, and what and what would he do with it? So the Torah says that the soita has to bring a carbon mincha. So the husband would actually take the mincha, the flour. He would take this flour and put it in a kfifa mitzris, an Egyptian basket, a very cheap basket. And he would put it on her hand, in her hands, in order to exhaust her. And the Gemara is going to explain exactly why do we want to exhaust her, what are we trying to accomplish. Okay, now the Mishnah says, all carbon minchas, there was many carbonists in the base of Mikdash, and one of the carbonists were the carbon mincha, this was a, a, a carbon which was from flour. So all flour minachis, chilasan v'seifim b'tlisharis, the beginning, in other words, when you bring the carbon to the Azara and the Seifan, when it's the Kmitza, the halacha is it has to be in a Klisharis, it has to be in a vessel which was sanctified in the base of Migdash. The Zoy and the Saita, the Saita Mincha, Tchilasa, in the beginning, the Mincha goes in a Kfifa Mitzris, which is not a Klisharis. The Saifa and when the Koyen actually does the Kmitza of the Mincha Saita, so it's done in the klishadis. Number two, kol amenaches to unin shemen levena. All menaches require oil and levena, which is frankincense. The zeina to una lei shemen lei levena, and the mincha of a saita does not require not oil and not levena. Number three, kol amenaches boys minachitin. All menaches are brought from wheat. The zeiba minas and the saita mincha is brought from sa'irin, from barley. Now, mincha sa'imer, we know there's a carbon mincha sa'imer, which is brought on Tezayin Nisan. So the Mishnah says, Afapi even though the halacha is, is that it's brought from barley. So why are you saying that only the saita is brought mina sa'irin? Nevertheless, he geres. Geres means it was like fine flour. The barley, like Rashi says, was sifted 13 times. So it was very, very fine flour. However, the minchaseta was only brought with from regular kemach. Now, so that's three differences between all menaches and the mincha of seita. Rabbi Gamliel Eimer, Rabbi Gamliel says, "What's the reason why a woman brings soirim? Why is it from barley?" So he says, "Just like the way she acted was like an animal. So to her carbon is brought from a food of a behemoth." So the Gemara Tanya, we learned that Abraisa Bachanin Omer Omer Mishum Rabbi Eliezer. He says the Kolkach Lama. What's the reason why the husband has to take her mincha and put it in her hands? So he says Kedeli Yag in order to exhaust her. Why? Why do we want to exhaust her? The Shitasurba, as we learned, in order that the Gemara in Davzayin said, in order that if Shitake uh, uh, lied and said that she's Tahira. So we want her to retract. So when she's in a mood, in a stage that she's very exhausted, chances are that she'll retract and say, you know, I give up. I taka was tummy. 
So Rabbi Lazar says, If Hashem was so worried about this Saita, he doesn't want the Saita who actually did a sin to get killed, and that's why he wants the Saita to admit, how much more so does somebody who, who's, who does what Hashem wants, how much more so will Hashem, uh, Hashem cares about him. So the Gemara asks, Umimai, how do you, does Rabbi Eliezer know that the reason why we take the cle- the, the husband takes the mincha and puts it in her hand is in order to exhaust her? Maybe Dilma Maybe the reason why we want her to admit has nothing to do with her because we don't want the Megillah, which has Hashem's name in it, to be erased. It has nothing to do with her. We don't care about her. So the Gemara answers and says, because Rabbi Yezer holds that we're going to learn later on in the third pedic, there's a machlekes, when does the woman drink? So there's an opinion, there's a machlekes between Tanoim. One opinion is, first she drinks, and then the carbon milcha is brought. And only when the carbon milcha is brought, then the water is in effect. And another opinion says that first she brings the carbon milcha, and then she drinks. So Rabbi Eliezer holds that that the that our mission is talking about is the opinion that holds first she drinks and then she brings the carbon mincha. Now the e mishum. So what are you worried about? The e mishum megillah megillah. So what are you worried about? You're saying that there may be the reason why we put the saita uh, the mincha saita in her hand to exhaust her because we don't want the water the name to be erased. The fact is at the time that we get to the ma'isa of bringing the mincha. The, the water, the, the name is already erased. It's like water under the bridge. So, Elamai, you must say that the reason why we do it is because in order to uh, exhaust it. Like Rashi says that the mincha is only, the water is only affected, like we said before, when the mincha is already brought. Okay. Then we learned in the Mishnah, all menaches need um, so the mission is the Gemara is going to bring a long Brysa now and then it's going to get into the nitty gritty but first let's learn quickly what the Brysa is saying and then we're going to dissect each word exactly what's going on okay so the Gemara says I'm going to ask you now a stira from a Brysa what does the Brysa say what's the Seder of a regular carbon mincha a person brings, he wants to bring a carbon mincha, or he has to bring a carbon mincha to the base of Mikdash. So the first thing is, he has to take the mincha, the flour, and he has to place it in klosis, which means klosis is a basket, a basket of gold and silver. And the and now, when he comes to the Azara, the courtyard of the base of Mikdash, so he has to put it in a klisharis, which is a vessel that was consecrated by the base of Mikdash, and he has to be Mekadish and also in a klisharis. Okay, so that's the first thing. He takes from his house, he, he takes it, puts it in, in klasis, of kasavazov, and then from there he brings it to the Azara, and he transfers it to a klisharis or Mekadish klisharis. Then then he has to place Shemen and Levena, which is oil and frankincense, on the carbon, on the once it's in the klisharis, on the mincha. Then he brings it to the koyin. The koyin melicha eitzel mizbeach. Then the koyin brings it to the mizbeach. Umagisha. And where does the koyin place the mincha with the klisharis? Where does he place that? Bekeren dreimis ma'aravis on the southwest of the mizbeach. 
Where is that? Keneged Chuda Shel Karen. So if you look in the, in the on the group that I posted, this is the first picture. This is the picture that the first picture. Adam maybe in Chassos. So we see that this guy is taking the basket, which is in the closet, and he's transferring it where in the Klishotis. Then Venaisna Allah Shamra Lovena Malicha. Look in picture two, and he puts it where this is the Mizbeach, and he puts it on. The southwest of the of the Mizbeach. Where is that? Connected Chudish Karen Mamish on the tip of the Keren of the Mizbeach. That's picture number two. But dying, that's enough. Then what does he do? Look in picture three. Then he takes the, the Levena, which is in the Klishotis, and he puts it, he puts it like on the side. He he like he he removes it to the side. Then what does he do? The Koyen now does a kmitza. How does he do a kmitza? He takes three of his fingers. He scoops up the flour where there's a lot of oil. And what does he do with that? And he takes that and he puts it into another klishotis. Or And again, he's mekadosh in the klishotis. And then what does he do? Then he takes from the first klishotis. He takes the levaina, takes the frankincense, and he puts that weir on the on the kaimis. Umala is mizbeach, umaleu, and then he puts it on the mizbeach. He puts it on the mizbeach, umaktidivikli and he brings it with the klisharis. Umolchay, he salts it, and he snag and he puts it on the fire. Fine. Karav akaimis. Once the kain does the kmitza, shiyadel the rest of the carbon mincha, which is in the first. Kli, the first klishot is nechol, and one is allowed, the koyin am allowed to eat it. But I shot a koyin, lit on the teichoy, and not only that, but the koyin am allowed to put in the shirayim, yayin, v'shemen, dvash, put in oil, wine, oil, and, and honey. How, and ve'en a certain elam alachamitz, they have to make sure that it doesn't become chamitz. Okay, so we're going to exactly explain what the price is going, but simple pshat is, is that in a, by a regular mincha, a person puts it in baskets of zav v'chesev, he brings it to the azara, he transfers it, into a klishadis and it's makadish with the klishadis. While it's in the klishadis, he puts shaman and levaina. He brings it to the koyin. The koyin then brings it to the southwest of the mizbeach. We show the picture. And then the koyin separates, puts the levaina on the side. He does the kmitza with the shaman and the flower. And then after he does the kmitza, he puts, so, and then he puts it in another klishadis. Then again, he's malakit from the first klishars, the levena, and he puts it on top of the second klishars. He salts it, and then he takes it and puts it on the fire. Okay, so now the Gemara says, what comes out from this b'risa? That the b'risa says, what do you do with the carbon mincha, regular carbon mincha? Sorry, you put it in baskets of silver and gold. And then it says, when you put it in the Azara, when you come to the Azara, then you put in the Klishotis. So how could the Gemara say? Our Mishnah says that by all mincha, tchilosim v'seifan is b'klishotis. Ask the Gemara, we see in this b'risa, that the l'chatchila, you take the, the mincha and you put it into a klosis shel kesev v'shelzov, which is not a klishotis. So what a papa, the papa says, no. When the Mishnah says that means which means that Kalim that have the potential to be a Klishotis. So the Klossis is not a Klishotis. But if I want, can I take the Klossis 
and make it a cliche? The answer is yes, and that's what the Mishnah means. So the Gemara says, okay, Mechlav, so you're saying that the Kfifa Mitzris, a Kfifa Mitzris, which is not Chilasan the Klisharis, Leichasi, can't be a Klisharis. So the Gemara says, come on, who is that opinion like? That will not be like Rabbi Yaisi Rabbi Yehuda. The time you learn about it's a Klisharis, if you take a Klisharis and you make it out of wood, so Rabbi Paiso, Rabbi says it's possible, why? Because the Klisharis has to be metal. So we'll come out that this Mishnah will not be like the opinion of Rabbi Yisib Rabbi Yehuda, which is not a problem, but we have a Klal and Shas, we don't try to make Machleikism. So the Gemara says, You can even say that the opinion is like Rabbi Yisib Rabbi Yehuda. When do I say, when does Rabbi Yisib Rabbi Yehuda say that a Klishadis, you can make from eights, you can make from wood, is Bechashuvan, if it's a very Chashuvan Kli. But Bechusami Omar, in, in a very cheap, low basket, did he say this? Less long, the Rabbi Yisib Rabbi Yudah, does Rabbi Yisib Rabbi Yudah not hold of the famous Pasuk, which the Pasuk is, you have to give nice things to Hashem. Okay. After the Gemara answered this uh, stira, now he brings the Bryce. The Bryce is Venezuela, the Klishadis, that you take the, 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 the husband now takes, or I'm sorry, the regular, the Baal HaMincha, Takes from the klasa shalzav and he puts it in a klishardis and then a mekatcha the klishardis. The Gemara says shamas mina. You could derive from this mishneh or the brisa the klishardis in mekatcha and elamidas. when it comes to klishardis, you would think that okay, I put in a klishardis and it's already enough. It's mekatcha b'derek me'mela. So what does it tell us? Then no, you have to put it in a klishardis and the mishnah says with the love vav amesiv umekatcha b'klishardis, which means that you have to actually physically do something and be mekatcha. Has to be bedas. So the Gemara says, okay, Ema, just say, the Bryson means, Shanais to be Klishadis. You're putting the Klishadis, the Kach to be Klishadis, which means it happens with Darach Mamela. Then it said, that you put on the Mincha, you put Shemin and the Levena. Now, so, which is Mashma, that the Shemin and Levena could be done by a regular person. It doesn't have to be done even by a crane. So the Gemara says, how do we know that? Shanemar, as it says, that you're putting. Shemin and Levena. And then what does the Pasuk say? Which teaches us clearly that it can be done by Azar. And then he brings it to the Kayin. How do you know that? It says clearly you bring it to the Kayin. It says clearly that he brings it to the Mizbech. Okay. So we have to hold cup. It's a little bit, uh, that's why I put pictures, a little bit complicated. So just bear with me. It says, that you place the koyin would place the mincha the keren dreimis maravis in the southwest of the mizbeach by the chuday of the keren and bedayin. So the Gemara says, "Minalon, where do I know this from?" So he says like this: "Tiksiv." It says in the pasuk, "V'zayis teres hamincha." This is the halachas of a carbon mincha. Hakriv oisu bnei Aaron lefnei Hashem. You have to bring it to Aaron. Aaron has to bring it in front of Hashem. It says that Aaron. The Kayan and his children, in other words, the Kayanim, have to bring the carbon mincha where? Lifnei Hashem, in front of Hashem. And then it says, El to the face of the Mizbech. So the Brysa says like this. Betanya, we learn in our Brysa. The Pasuk says, Lifnei Hashem, in front of Hashem. So Yochel, you would think that where's Lifnei Hashem? Bemairav, on the west side of the Mizbech. So let's look in our pictures. If you look in the picture, there's a picture of the where the actual Mizbech was in the Beis Amigdash. The Mizbeach was in front, if you look, it was on the 
he looked tough in Mizrach Darim Amayrib. So the Mizbeach was right in front of the Ulam because the, the Pasuk says it should be in front of Hashem. Where is Hashem? Hashem is the Kedesh HaKadoshim. So if you go straight like a beeline, right out of the Kedesh HaKadoshim is the Ulam. And then in front of the Ulam, that's where the Mizbeach was. So the Pasuk says the Mincha has to be Lefnei Hashem Aplei Mizbeach. So the Bible says, you would think, when it says the Hashem Yachal, you would think that where you place the carbon Mincha Bamayrev on the west side, because the Fnei Hashem, where is the closest the Fnei Hashem is on the west of the Mizbech. That's what the Pesach says, the Mizbech. It says, no, the face of the Mizbech. Now, where's the face of the Mizbech? Where's the entrance of the Mizbech? It's on the south. If you look at the Kevesh, the ramp is on the south of the Mizbech. So is it on the west or is it on the south? So the Bible says, Hashem. So what do you do? Is it on the south? Or you, have, you have two Tzukim. In the Pesach itself, it's contradicting. If you're going to say, Lifnei Hashem, Lifnei Hashem, that's the Meirif side. If you're going to say, Yopnei Hamizbeach, that's the Dorim side. So the Bryce says, not a problem. Okay, it said, So he brings, the Koyen brings the, to the Mizbeach. He brings it where? On the southwest side. So now you can be Mekayim both. You can be Mekayim, the part of Lifnei Hashem, because it's Mamish B'Meirif, and Pnei Hamizbeach, because it's Mamish on the Dorim side. So you accomplish both. Then the Brisa says, Rabbi Lazar says, Rabbi Lazar says a different shot. Rabbi Lazar Aimer, you would think, that you place it where? You play the Koyan places it on the southwest side of the Keren or to the Dorim of the Keren. So he says this, Amris like this. There's a cloud. Whenever there's two Psukim, whenever you have a choice, and you have two psukim that the chayra are being sayser to each other, but I could find a resolution to answer both psukim or in the same pasuk, or or I'm going to keep one and be mavata the second one. So what do I do? I'd rather try to work it out that I could be mekayim both psukim. Now, says when you say so then, it's mashma. Where's Lefnei Hashem? Bemayrev on the west, because like we said, the west is where the Kedusha Kedushim is. That's where the that's where the Ulam is. So it makes sense, Lefnei Hashem, that the that I have to put it on the Mayrev side. Now, Kishatayim Lefnei Hashem Bemayrev. So what happens? Bitalta Lefnei Hamizbech. So you're being mevatel Lefnei Hamizbech because I can't put it on the south, which is Badarim. Kishatayim Lefnei Hamizbech. But if you're going to say Lefnei Hamizbech, which is Badarim, then Kiyamta Lefnei Hashem Bemayrev. Okay, so that's what do you do? So Lazar says, you put it on the south of the Keren. So the Gemara asks, so Mela, the Tanakama is very clear. Tanakama says, very simple. You have a problem, Lifnei Hashem. You have a problem, very simple. Put it on the southwest of the Mizbech. Rabbi Lazar is very ambiguous. Lazar says, he argues, what's he saying? So the Gemara says, how are you being Mikhaim Lifnei Hashem? If you're being Mekayim of Pnei Mizbeach, how are you being Mekayim of Pnei Hashem? So Rabbi Ashi, Rabbi Ashi says, Kasover haitana kula Mizbeach batsofen koi. Our Tana holds that the entire Mizbeach was on the north. Now, Halt Kup, there's a long Rashi here. I'm not going to read it inside, but I'm going to explain it with the pictures. In order to understand what the Gemara is saying is, let's look in the second to last picture I posted. Gimel machlekes heim bedavrzeh. There's a three-way machlekes exactly where the Mizbeach was. According to Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda's opinion is that the Mizbeach was mamish, keneged the heichel, and its walls. 
So if you look at the Heichel, it juts out. The Mizbech is mamish parallel to the to the Heichel. According to the second way of learning, which that's Rabbi Eliezer ben Yankiv, he holds Kuli Mizbech bedorim koi. And the entire Mizbech is on the south. So where is the front of the Mizbech? It's also the front of the, 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 the front of the Mizbech is in the middle of the Ulam. Rabbi Yisak really holds that Kuli Mizbech bedzafim koi. That really, where do they place the Mizbech? Was on the north. So it comes out that where is the where is the front, or I should say, where does the where is the kevesh? Kevesh is in the middle. So therefore, Rabbi Ashi is going to. Rabbi Ashi says that our Tana Rabbi Elazar is going to learn like who she does Rabbi Yisiaglili that the mizbeach was betzofin. So if the mizbeach was betzofin, it comes out that you can be mekayim both psukim, mekayim lefnei Hashem. How do you be mekayim lefnei Hashem? Because it's it's mamish by the daughter. and you can mekayim also lefnei Hashem. I'm sorry, you can be mekayim it because the mizbeach. The kevesh is mamish in front of the ulam. I can mekayim also pneim mizbeach because where's the pneim mizbeach is also the pneim Hashem. Fine. If you didn't get that right now, don't worry. It took me about an hour to figure this out, but you listen to Chazara with the pictures, make it very clear. Okay. So the Gemara says, "My vidaye." What does when the Bryce says vidaye? What does that mean? So our Ashi Rashi says, "Itzrach." The Bryson needs to tell me that why. I would think that you actually bring the carbon mincha on the mizbeach. And therefore, it tells me no, that I bring the kli sharas on the mizbeach. So the says, Maybe Takai bring the actual mincha. Who says that it means the kli sharas? So Makrola, the Pesach says, Just like the hakrava, when you the kayim brought it, it was with the kli sharas. So too, the Hagasha was done with the Kli. Okay? And then the Bryson says that after the, he put in the Kli Shani, he would be Masalik, he would put it on the side. Why? In order that he should not get a hold of some of the, we don't want that some of the, by the when he does the Kemitzah, it should, the Levena should be part of the Kemitzah. Why? It's not, we learned in the Mishnah, Mishnah Menachis. If the Kayin is going to do the Kemitzah with the three fingers, and then he's going to have either a Tzurar, a rock, or Gagar Melech, or he's going to have, let's say, pieces of salt, like or part of a frankincense puzzle, then the Kemitzah will be puzzle. So in order for the Kemitzah not to be puzzle, the Kayin pushes the Levain aside, and then does the Kemitzah. Okay. And he does the Kemitzah from where? From a place where there's a lot of oil. In order, another Mishamna. Then the Bryce says, so the Gemara says, uh, obvious question, Lamali, why does the Kayan have to go ahead and put it in the second Klishadis? You already was Mekadish at one time. So the Gemara answers, it's the same Allah like Dam of a carbon behemoth. Think about it. A knife, when a Kayan, when a Kayan is shechting the behemoth with a knife, the knife is a Klishadis. And when he shechs it, the dam should already be kosher, should be should be kaddish. Yet we know the blood has to be put in the klishadis again. So just like it works by dam, so to over here, there's not going to be a difference as well. Okay, we'll stop over here. Have a good night.